Greetings, fellow Wordlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, seeking the truth and exposing the lies. I'm your host, Dave Smith. All right, let's get into it. This is part three of four on a series of The Fire in Hawaii. I'm joined by Uncle Leo from the Stereo app. You know, we've all heard stories of the horrific atrocities that were committed in Iraq. And if you haven't, you need to go to WikiLeaks and look up. The first one you should look up is collateral murder. It's horrific. They kill seven reporters. You know, these these guys in a helicopter, U.S. helicopter, kill seven reporters. And they're joking and laughing about it. Hey, Dave. Yeah. I want to talk to you. Let's take a little little two-minute break here because maybe not today, but on another show. I, I want to say this name, and I want to see what you, I get a reaction out of you, know, like a reaction out of you. DEA agent Kiki. I don't know DEA agent Kiki. Okay. I forgot his last name. Uh, Jimenez. So, so when the DA first started getting together, uh, they sent Kiki, that was his nickname, down to, you know, infiltrate the cartel and be part of all that. Well, they ended up, he ended up making the biggest bus and the first biggest bus. Uh, and they burned a lot of the cartel's drugs, right? In Mexico, they were, this is back in the like 80s, I think, early 80s. Uh-huh. But one day he got kidnapped, because that's what the cartel does to you when they find out who you are. Right. And then he got tortured and then he got executed and it was all ugly. And they, they recorded all this. His partner is a very famous DE agent himself and has all kinds of gun battles and stories. And he's on YouTube. And he went after the guy who killed and assassinated his partner, but he never uh-huh. knew who it was. But every time he went somewhere where it got real thick or got real deep, they would cut him off. And he felt like somebody's protecting some powers that be from on high. Dude, it's going to blow you away to find out that the guy who tortured our DEA agent, the guy who killed him slowly and got information out of him was a CIA agent working for us. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, blew me away. And they finally found out who it is and tell you his name and some of the other operations involved with like with Saudi Arabia people blew me away, man. This happens all the time. We sacrifice knights and rooks and bishops and pawns all the time. And it's sad when good people like this are sacrificed. Yeah. I mean, basically that's what the CIA does, right? I mean, they were, started as a, an informational gathering organization, the OSS, right after, at the end of World, World War II. II. But then yeah. they quickly turned into using the information to uh, create, you know, to sabotage, to overthrow governments, to foment coups, to assassinate leaders. I mean, the, the, the deep state of the U.S. is tied to overthrowing 83 sovereign foreign governments. Right? Well, you don't stay yeah. on top by not overthrowing anybody, Dave. I'm sure we're surpassing our maximum daily killing intake, but still, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> right? So the myth is that we're upholding democracy, but it's the opposite is the reality, right? Well, you know, if somebody's like, like, say, Venezuela, for example, they democratically elect somebody, they want to lean towards socialism, and then look at what we do on the media. Like, that's, they're evil, they're tyrants, they're this. Like, who's the tyrant? Who's the tyrant? Look at Gaddafi, right? Was he really everything we're told? Hmm. 
He was, he's the best thing that ever happened to uh, to Libya, and he was trying to unite all of Africa, move to the gold standard, which would have made Africa the richest continent in the world. Uh, but we can't which have is that. Why I brought a BRICS because the banking cartel on the U.S. and Anglo powers don't like that, and that's why right. Gaddafi was taken out because he would subvert our dollar, and we're not going to have that. Exactly. Yeah, he was. He had already minted a coin called the gold dinar. So he was going to start selling oil in the gold dinar as, as opposed to the dollar. And, well, we didn't like that. Saddam Hussein was going to start selling oil in the euro instead of the dollar. Well, we didn't like that. And that's so it all, what comes, I mean. it all comes down to money and corporate support. And if people knew that, if people knew that we subvert democracy in the name of corporate uh, hedge money and corporate profit, yet at the same time, we don't even get cheap oil, right? Like we're such suckers that they'll, they'll, you know, send our soldiers abroad, bo our boys and girls are getting killed and we don't even get cheap oil out of it. That's how big They're a sucker we are. That's right. Oh, totally double dipping. Anyway, I'm easily sidetracked. <laughs> We got a few more messages here. Let's run through these real quick. And one from Old World Order. He's not with us anymore, but yeah, full dancing Israelis. I, I thought you lot weren't getting into the truth. That's why I said all truths aside. But yeah, it's, it's, it's for 9/11 was a government job. It wasn't even just it wasn't even just Mossad. Like Mossad, CIA working together, government job. Really, along with MI6, whole point was to take rights away. You know, just like it's Maui stuff. With this direct energy weapon, and they've got footage of it, man. I've got one of the videos on my page, but you know, they be wiping shit off the internet as they do, and calling everything conspiracies as they do. But you know, there's witnesses, people that live in Hawaii. All right, got a message from Cunty McShitballs. How y'all doing, Dave? Somebody's here. Hope you're having a great day. Well, let me tell you a little something. You don't have to watch a movie to see a mind bender. All you have to do is open your eyes, see what's going around, going on around this country. Wake up, people. Government isn't here for your best interest. Look what they're doing in Hawaii. Look what they do with the election. Look what they're doing to Donald Trump. They're trying to suppress him so he can't run for president again. He's a political prisoner along with his lawyers and all, you know, the rest of his staff. It has nothing to do with, with, you know, what kind of person he is or whatever. It, it's all political. They just, he's out there to tell the truth and they don't want to be discovered. Just open your eyes. Show your ass. That's my favorite part. Show your ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a great point, right? Like, it's such a blatant witch hunt. Yet so many people have Trump derangement syndrome that they can't objectively look at it and see that it's a complete witch hunt. They're like, well, what about this? What about that? Well, what about the Biden laptop and all the hideousness? I mean, now we know definitively that he was offering access to the White House when he was vice president. Biden. And so Biden's tied to it. It's not just Hunter Biden, because a lot of people are like, I don't care what Hunter does. But it's, it, Joe Biden is directly tied to it. Um, and we're talking pay, pay, countries paying for access to the White House. And we're talking 
China, Romania, Russia, on and on and on and on and on, proven. And Trump even called that out in their first debate, you know, <laughs> but people swept it aside. And then we've got uh, the FBI and the CIA uh, suppressing that story and then going after Trump. So we've got the weaponization of our Justice Department and then four indictments. You got to be kidding me. So no matter what you feel about the guy, what about George Bush and Dick Cheney? What about them? Zero indictments. Absolute war criminals. So the good thing about this, though, is that you, me, and everybody on the app, I mean, everybody on the app putting our money together couldn't do what Trump is doing. I am not a fan of Trump, but that's because I'm not a fan of any politician. Uh, I, my lane is this lane. <clears throat> if you're a fan, that's great. If you're not, that's fine, too. I'm watching how the elites are battling right now. And the cool thing is if they're all picking on someone like Trump, he has the backing and the money to be able to fight this and maybe even set a legal precedence that the rest of us can utilize if we're censored, if we're shut down. So the only right. good thing that's coming out of this is, is that the sharks are picking on another shark. So it's going to have to get settled in the court of law if anybody is a judiciary, legislative fan out there and feels that they can utilize those lanes to make change. Me, no. I feel I can utilize by inspiring people on the hypocrisy of what's going on. Not as far as you, though, because I like women. You, you're celibate. I don't know what your deal is. But yeah, you have hours and hours and hours of just criticizing the whole damn government because I guess you're going to live for tomorrow, but that's cool. I'll live for you. Still, though, um, 100%, you know, you're, 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 they, go, they don't call you the truth seeker army leader for nothing, bro. But yeah, uh, and so it's frustrating. And a lot of times, no matter how you, how you want to break this down, it always, in my opinion, it always goes back to where's, where's the money coming from? Follow the money and who's benefiting? It's always oh, yeah. 100%. Follow the money. Um, and that's what kills me. That's what killed me about 9-11 is, it, you know, everybody just disregards that basic tenet of like, okay, so there's a murder. What's the first thing they do? See if somebody stood to benefit. You check to see if there was a life insurance policy. Tell Did them, somebody cash in? Tell them, right? I know where you're going with this. Tell them about the owner of the building. Tell them. Oh, yeah, Larry Silverstein. So he took out an insurance policy, which was ridiculous. It was double the cost, double what he paid for the buildings. And then he was able to declare each building a separate act of terrorism. So he got back more than double what he paid. But listen to this, something I learned somewhat recently. He didn't even pay. He paid less than 10% down. I think it was point zero. I think it was 0.15% down. So he, so he basically put 1% of the value and, he, and then he got twice the value out. So total swindoggle. Um, there's a great documentary for anybody that wants to look into it. It's called 9-11, um, Follow the Money. The 9-11, Miss The Missing Trillions, Follow the Money. And it looks into not only that, but... But then, uh, you're, you're, you're forgetting to tell everybody that he got the policy shortly before the buildings went down. How did he know? Right, right, exactly. He never got, exactly. them, he never got them insured for, the, for those three or four years he had them, or five years. And all of a sudden, right. two weeks before it happens, he does it? Right. And that but that's one of many swindles. There was another. Comp so both both offices that were directly hit by the planes made out like bandits and had shady shit going on. So how perfect. What a perfect coincidence that all their records would have been destroyed. I think one of them was called McKesson Clintock or something like that. But anyway, this documentary breaks that down. It breaks down all the stock market activity where people were were betting. Um, 
investing in what's called a put option, where you're basically betting that a company's stock is going to go down. Um, so a bunch of people made tons of money that, and, and there was something like 200 times the amount of normal put options that day. So tons of people that knew which airlines were going to be involved, et cetera, betted and made out like bandits. And um, it's probably the best documentary I've seen on, I mean, all of them are good, but this is the great, is a great one because it looks at it strictly from the monetary angle. And uh, it's on YouTube called, uh, by a guy, the Corbett Report. So it's Corbett Report, 9-11, the missing trillions follow the money. It's phenomenal. Hey, we got a message from Beaver Cleaver. Beaver. Remember, at the time of September 11th, BlackRock was a really, like, stealthy, you know, what you called backwater, you know, instead of a BlackRock. You know, but it was real behind-the-scenes. So there's, there could be a strong chance that they were behind it. You know, we just don't really know because we don't, we're not allowed to look at those records. You know what I mean? I mean, geez. We'll, we'll see how much fun we're having later when it's not so fun. Right. Yeah. And so once again, highly suspect, right? So why are the records still classified from 9-11? And why did they reseal the records from the Kennedy assassination just recently? They resealed them for like another 60 years or something. Um, so the only reason in that would be to avoid, you know, implicating either the U.S. government or, you know, factions of the U.S. government and the deep state. Are they going to offer reparations to all these families that had activists, civil rights leaders, and politicians that were all assassinated during the white man reign of terror? Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, you know, and if, I don't know, you know, it, so basically, I was born in 1967, right? In the 60s, we were really close to revolution, right? Basically, people were not not playing the game anymore. Like I'm going to tune out, drop in and turn on, right? I'm going to drop out of society, open my mind and, and do something else. Well, right about then is when all of a sudden price inflation went up. Now you couldn't afford to have a one parent household. You know, both parents have to go to work. Um, you know, how many people now could afford to take a week off and go to Washington, D.C. to protest? Right. So I think it's all by design, all by design. You know, they took out all the leaders, the fine, you know, inflation was was gone, has gone through the roof. You look at the the price of food, the price of um, housing, all these things have gone up 20 times since the 70s. Wages have gone up six times. So, you know. I don't, I can't believe it's all just, you know, a fluke. Um, but I don't have any factual information to back that up. Anyway, getting into the weeds there. Here we got Cunny McShipballs again. CMC. Yeah, if you believe that one guy committed suicide and, you know, sent all that anthrax, you know, around California. You're blind. That's just like that one cat that committed suicide he he had he was involved with hillary clinton somehow or another he was opposed to her or some bullshit but he committed suicide by shooting himself himself twice in the back of the head think about that one he committed uh, successful suicide twice 
man, uh, his name is on the tip of my tongue. Do you do you remember his name? Um, there's a great documentary. Who is so and so? Yeah, and they found him in a park in Washington D.C. with two bullets in the back of his head, a gun in his wrong hand or on the ground by his wrong hand. There was no debris on the bottom of his shoes indicating that he had walked from his car to this area. And then immediately, Bill Clinton, this was during the Clinton administration, Bill Clinton put the Washington, D.C. Park Police in charge of his murder or in in charge of his death instead of the FBI. And this was the most this was the highest ranking official to die in office since Kennedy. And he put the park police in charge of the investigation. Um, if you want to play the rest of the messages, I'll look up who this guy is. Sounds good. Yeah, you know, I don't know if y'all have heard this or not, but, you know, uh, here recently, I think it was, was it China that uh, is going to start trading in, in, is it the yen? I don't even know what they, what which one it is, but. They're going to start using their currency to trade with these other countries instead of the dollar. They're dropping the dollar. So you reckon we'll go to China and and, and uh, overthrow their regime? That would be out of a fucking fight. Uh, good question. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't matter if you support Trump, you don't support Trump, or what side of the aisle you're on. This is the beginning of the end. If they do this to one political candidate, they will do it to many more to come. doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. This is just the start. So people should, you know, look beyond that and see what's really going on instead of just thinking, you know, oh, it's Trump. He deserves to go to prison or whatever. That's not the point. The point is they, you can't do this. I mean, this is, it's just outrageous. It's fucking nuts. I agree. It's bigger than a political party. And if you believe that Trump should be prosecuted, well, then you have to believe that the Bidens should be prosecuted and that Hillary Clinton should be prosecuted for having a private server and having confidential information on a private server and then wiping it clean. Uh, Not only wiping it clean, but uh, it was smashed with a hammer. The hard drive was smashed with a hammer. Um, So... You know, it, it has to be equally administered, you know, otherwise you're talking about a witch hunt. And and like like Cunty said, like Mr. CMS said, um, it sets a, a brutal precedent against democracy, ultimately. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people would be like, we're not a democracy, we're a republic, constitution. I know, but democratic actions happen within our country to pass laws, to elect people, etc. Um, so the, the guy's name that died suspiciously in office in, uh, in the Clinton administration was Vince Foster. Um, there's a great documentary on YouTube called Who Killed Vince Foster? And uh, highly, highly suspect. And one of the most suspect things is that Bill Clinton personally put the park police on the investigation instead of the Secret Service, instead of the FBI. Highly, highly suspect. And, you know, and that'll open up the rabbit hole of uh, the Clinton body count. 
which apparently is up to about 157 mysterious deaths surrounding the Clintons. Wow. 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 Anybody, anybody that got too close and knew too much, uh, apparently, has been dealt with. Uh, one of the recent ones is Mark Middleton. And apparently he had been a Clinton advisor for 20 years. Um, apparently he knew a lot about Epstein. Well, he was taken care of. They found this one's amazing. They found him dead, hanging from a tree with a shotgun blast in his in his chest. There was no shotgun on the scene. So apparently he took the shotgun out of the back of his truck, shot himself, put the shotgun back, then walked over to a tree and hung himself with an electrical cord. Because that's how you do, right? Talk about overachievers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was ruled a suicide. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Unbelievable. We got a message from Vote Honey, Ms. Buzzword. I think that's Honey Ann. It was my understanding as well that in Hawaii there were some military implications in all this that have to do with kind of disarming us from future war. Yeah. How y'all doing? How you doing? Um, I don't know how it would be disarming us from future war because I didn't, as far as I know, the military base wasn't touched at all. Um, I haven't heard anything on that front. Um, you know, and I don't think that's our biggest military base. I mean, we got a thousand military bases, so we could just do the shell game. You know, you take out one, we got 999 others to, to come at you from. Um, and that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show right there. Our bloated military budget and a thousand military bases, which are basically surrounding Russia and China. So, you know, the war hawks in the deep state and in the, and in the, uh, the military, like joint chiefs of staff, CIA, these people, these people play war games all the time. So like, if we were going to invade Iran, how would we do it? If we were going to overthrow the government of Iran, like we did in 1953, <clears throat> how would we do it? If we were going to invade Afghanistan, how would we do it? Right? Like we had plans to invade Iraq, uh, way before that actually happened. Um, and there's an interview you can see on YouTube with General Wesley Clark. He's being interviewed by Amy Goodman from Democracy Now. And he says he's talking about when after he had retired, he went back to the Pentagon to say hello to some old working buddies and somebody brought him into their office. And he's like, hey, General, you got to look at this. And he's like, whoa, is it is it classified? And the guy's like, yeah, he's like, OK, I don't want to look at it then. So the guy's like, okay, he just told him what it said. He didn't let him look at it because then that would be in violation of, you know, uh, seek uh, confidential document, whatever. But so the guy basically just broke down what it said. And it said that we had plans to invade Iraq and that we were going to invade seven countries in five years. And those, those countries were Iraq. Afghanistan, Syria, Somalia, and Iran, right? So basically the only one that we haven't invaded is Iran. So 
the information is right there at our fingertips. And it's not good. You know, it, it points to us being the terrorists of the world, the bully on the playground, and it being all about corporate profit and oil. Oil, ultimately. Um, you know, so, do, you know, do I think this is a, is a good place to live? Sure. Uh, do I think it's the greatest country in the world? No, I think that's propaganda. And I think, you know, like George Carlin said, to believe the American dream, you got to be asleep. You got to be asleep to believe it. That's why they call it the American dream. Um, you know, you hear this bullshit over and over. We're the greatest country in the world. Well, not according to the surveys. According to the surveys, we're 17 on the list of the freest countries in the world. So, you know, that whole thing of what well, we being a free country, that's not even true. No, Obama jailed more uh, reporters under the Espionage Act than all reporters, than all presidents before him combined. So you speak out against the government with too big of an audience, you're going to be either arrested or disappeared. Um, you know, we're the only industrialized country without universal health care because that's a way of, you know, well, for two reasons. Our country cares more about corporate profit than we do about our citizens. And number two, it's the leading cause of bankruptcy. So what's a great way to, to force somebody into complying? Have them, have them needing federal programs, food stamps, etc. And we're also one of the only industrialized countries that doesn't have taxpayer-funded education. And that's basically the same thing, you know keep people from uh, being able to think critically and they won't criticize. You know, like one of the mandated courses in college is critical thinking, political science and critical thinking. And if you take those two courses, you realize our government's full of shit is, you know, subverting democracy at every turn and overthrowing foreign governments. And those are not in alignment those are not in alignment with what the idiot box tells us, right? Hey, Dave, remember that video yeah. you sent out about the uh, uh, a veteran on the Army who all his buddies were killed in this platoon, and he was yelling at George Bush, giving a talk, some speech somewhere, and he was saying, there were no weapons of mass destruction. You lied to the American public. You got your cabinet to lie. All my buddies are dead. You haven't acknowledged this. And, of course, they escorted him out like he's a loony. And yet he was just saying facts and he had to right. look like a lunatic to yell out of the, you know, not with the quorum at all. Like he was totally, I would be scared of him too if I don't know what's going on. But I mean, the ex-president of the United States, people forget there's over 130 people every month, over 130 people every month killing themselves, coming from the armed services, you know, veterans, 130 of these guys and gals killing themselves every month because of, of war, because of what it's done to them. And um, nobody talks about it. This is all sad right. stuff, man. So I got to say, Dave, yeah. I think we should only do this show once a month. I yeah, exactly. Month, but I think it's too much for me twice a month. I think we can only do this once a month. <laughs> it, weigh, it, it does. It weighs heavy, man. You know, I don't, because I don't hate anything. I don't give it that energy. But I'm, I'm a realist, man. I'm an optimist, or I wouldn't care. I wouldn't be talking about it. I'd just be drowning my sorrows in a bottle of booze or something. But, you know, but I think it's important to talk about. It's important to acknowledge. It's important to realize. And one of the things, like, chiming in on what you just said 130 a month let that sink in these are heroes who even if they were even if they signed up for the wrong reason 
they still had the best of intentions and are brave beyond measure, you know, to do that, right? I, I couldn't do it. I mean, I could, but it takes a special person, right? Um, so 130 a month, that is horrific. But now let's look at gun, gun, gun laws and the anti-gun lobby. That 130 suicides a month is being counted when they calculate gun violence numbers. They're counting suicides. They're counting police violence and suicides. So don't believe the hype. The whole point is to try to take civilians' guns, right? If you, if you outlaw um, automatic or uh, if, you automatic, if you outlaw an assault rifle, that opens the door for other types of rifles. A lot of weapons are classified as a quote-unquote assault rifle. And then if you, if you outlaw uh, semi-automatic, that opens the door for everything. Most pistols are semi-automatic. A lot of people don't know that, um, right? We have the largest standing army in the world, the U.S. citizens, right? So do I think that it's realistic that, that uh, you know, we would do a standoff with our government, you know, you with your, with your pea shooter against a tank? No, I don't. But imagine, but I also don't imagine it would go down like that. I imagine when it really comes down to it, our brave men and women who have signed up to protect the Constitution will not fire on U.S. citizens. So it'll be some outside force like Saudi Arabian special forces, like Israeli special forces, some maybe Chinese special forces. You wonder why so many Chinese uh, men of fighting age are coming to this country right now? Hmm. Right. So then... Maybe there would be a place where it was hand to hand combat. But anyway, regardless, you know, wouldn't it have been imagine how imagine how the Jews would have fared if they would have kept their weapons. Right. They were disarmed by Hitler before before he round up, rounded them up. So imagine how that could have gone down different if each I Jewish household had five guns. I'll, I'll tell you how it would have gone down. It would have gone down like Waco, Texas. There you go. Right. In a blaze of glory, like Bon Jovi. <laughs> nice. In a blaze of glory. Alright, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. And remember, if you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm putting down, please spread it around with friends and on social media. Reviews on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts are greatly appreciated. Alright, until next time.